You are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast, produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. Thank you for joining us today. Today's devotional is called, And the Boy Grew in the Presence of the Lord. Today's Treasure Then Elkanah went home to Ramah, and the boy was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli the priest. Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy clothed with a linen ephod. And his mother used to make for him a little ephod and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Then Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, May the Lord give you children by this woman for the petition she asked of the Lord. So then they would return to their home. Indeed, the Lord visited Hannah, and she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. And the boy Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord. 2 Samuel 2.11 and 18-21 through Slowly, slowly, life crashed down on Hannah. Year after year she longed for a child, but God closed her womb. Her default mode in the face of disappointment was to continue her practice of corporate worship and prayer. Next week we will see that her personal worship grew deep roots into the heart of God and that intimacy equipped her and enabled her to choose to trust God when her heart was breaking. We will unpack Hannah's beautiful worship song in 2 Samuel 2. But now, let's take a few minutes to soak up some of Hannah's joy that eventually filled her life. We see that Samuel accepted the call to serve God. Then Elkanah went home to Ramah, and the boy was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli the priest. Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy clothed with a linen ephod. 2 Samuel 2.11 and 18 We also see that Hannah did not turn over her boy to Eli and forget him. No, every year she carefully created a little robe for her boy and delivered it to Samuel when she traveled with their family to Shiloh for their annual worship pilgrimage. During those visits, Eli blessed Hannah and asked the Lord to bless Elkanah and her with more children. Then Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, May the Lord give you children by this woman for the petition she asked of the Lord. So then they would return to their home. 2 Samuel 2.20 We don't know how long the Lord waited, but he gave Hannah the desires of her heart. Indeed, the Lord visited Hannah, and she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. And the boy Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord. 2 Samuel 2.21 Hannah's life overflowed with children that she knew God gave to her. I see such treasures in the births of these five children. Not only did they fill Hannah's heart with love, they filled her days with enormous responsibilities that kept her moving forward. I think every mother can relate to the joy Hannah must have experienced as she looked into the eyes of each newborn little child. It's not hard to imagine her singing joyful songs of praise and thanksgiving after each birth. It's in the darkness that we often experience some of the greatest treasures. We don't know why God closed Hannah's womb, yet we see her faith deepen. We watch as God in mercy opens her womb and places in it a little baby that would one day serve God's people as a faithful and godly priest. Hannah's son would be a stark contrast to the worthless sons of Eli. As a little boy, Samuel heard God speak to him 
and one day Samuel would anoint David as God's chosen king. Hannah's broken heart drove her to lament before her God. What incredible trust we see that she has in him to vow to give her firstborn son to God. Out of the darkness came the priceless treasure. Out of Hannah's womb, God brought a man who would communicate God's truth to his people. In the darkness, God gives us treasures that help turn our hearts toward him and remind us that he calls us by name. During a very rocky road in my own life pilgrimage, Hannah's story encouraged me to embrace the truth that God is sovereign and I can trust him. Hannah calls back to each of God's children that he hears our cries and he responds with mercy. Well, friends, we're wrapping up our second week with Hannah. We've been talking about her prayer, and tomorrow we're going to start digging into Hannah and Mary's prayers and show the connection there. You know, there is a thread through Scripture of the covenant, and Jesus is on every page. We may not recognize him at first, but when we look carefully, we will see the connection, and we can see that connection between Hannah and Mary and their prayers, and it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I want to introduce to you a woman today who has taught me so much about the scripture and what it means to walk by faith. And her name is Ruth Offerth. Ruth was 88 when I uh, talked to her for this Help and Hope podcast, and I was 70. And we talked about what it means to be ever-growing, evergreen. What does it mean to age with grace? What does it mean to flourish, especially in an anti-aging culture? I am so excited about this conversation. As you listen, you'll just be listening to two old friends who share thoughts about what the scriptures say and what our experience has been in growing old with grace and dignity. And I love that Ruth is one of our storytellers for our book, Aging with Grace, Flourishing in an Anti-Aging Culture. At the end of each chapter, Susan Hunt and I asked a woman who was at least 70 years old to share a story of what it means to age with grace. And one of those storytellers, as I said, is Ruth Offerth. We also, on our Aging with Grace website, agingwithgrace.online, have five-minute videos with each of our storytellers called Aging with Grace, Ask an Older Woman, and Ruth is one of those. She answered the question, what two life disciplines helped prepare you for aging? You're not going to want to miss this conversation between two friends, a conversation with Ruth Offerth called Ever Growing, Ever Green. So just go to the marking site, M-A-R-K-I-N-C.org, click the Help and Hope link, and look for my conversation with Ruth Offerth, Ever Growing, Ever Green. I'm Sharon Betters, and I hope that you will remember that God is sovereign and you can trust Him even when we are growing older.